Once upon a time, not too long ago actually, it was the world's most valuable edtech. Now, it is in a big mess and that is putting it mildly. I'm quite sure you know who I'm talking about. Baiju's. If you're a regular listener of Daybreak, you and I have been tracking the edtech giant's turbulence-ridden journey together for quite some time now. And in case you haven't kept up, that is okay too. Let me quickly put you up to date. In June this year, Deloitte, which is Baiju's statutory auditor of three years, resigned in the middle of its five-year term. And then its investors, namely Process, Peak15 Partners and Chan Zuckerberg Initiative, pulled out their directors from Baiju's board. The company is now dealing with negotiating a $1.2 billion loan. Meanwhile, Indian lenders who used to finance loans for Baiju's users through EMIs have put their hands up. They're out. And just to take you back a little bit further, Baiju's delayed its financials for the year 2021 after its then-auditor Deloitte had flagged it. Because Deloitte was not satisfied with what Baiju's was presenting to them as a fair picture of their accounts. And then there was other stuff too that was bringing in what we call a lot of bad press. Questions were being raised about its problematic sales practices and then there were the layoffs and also funding troubles. And what's even worse is that there is still no sign of the company's financials for the year 2022. Now, like most of us are aware, Layoffs have been common among startups since the funding winter set in. But Baiju's employees got the worst end of the stick because of all that the company has been going through. The Ken spoke to employees who told us that they have been fired arbitrarily without any notice. In fact, they are being forced to resign. And like that wasn't enough to deal with, some companies have specifically told recruiters not to look at Baiju's employees. But why? because they are concerned about their ethics. It wasn't too long ago when Baiju's founder was boasting about how his company was the largest startup employee in the country with a headcount of 55,000 people. You won't believe, now the job market has over 24,000 active and accessible talent from Baiju's parent company called Think and Learn Private Limited. According to Prasad MS, the head of workforce research at staffing firm called Exfino, in just the last two weeks, 3,000 more Baiju's employees are out and about actively looking for jobs. The problem, though, is that many companies have blacklisted them. Who is to blame? Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host, Nigda Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead, thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of August. Imagine getting an email with a blank subject line from your HR. In the current job scenario and, well, economic conditions, it does sound like a nightmare, right? 
It is exactly what happened to Akanksha Khemka from Kolkata, who was working as a biology tutor at Baijus. She got the dreaded email, joined the meeting link emailed by the HR department earlier in the day, and then boom, the company representative asked her to quit. And after a year and a half of working at the EdTech, during which, by the way, she received three awards, she had to suddenly leave. She told the Ken reporters Alifia Khan and Vanita Bhatnagar, and I'm quoting, When I resisted, they said that if I didn't, they would sack me and I would face a lot of problems in getting my dues. For resignation, they promised a salary for July by the 1st of next month and an extra month's salary within 45 days. End quote. A former business manager at the Bangalore office of Baiju's quit four months ago after three years of working there. Why? Because the work pressure started affecting his health. He told us that he still hasn't found a job. Soon enough, he figured out that recruiters were not calling him because Baiju's was on his resume. So he changed it and wrote Think and Learn Private Limited instead. There are numerous stories like this. Baiju's employees are discovering suddenly that they are unhirable. An academic specialist from Odisha, who was sacked last week, said that he had enrolled in a B.Ed. course in June last year when things started going down so he could get a better-paying offline job. Yes, the company is down in the dumps, but why are its employees suffering? Stay tuned to find out. In its glory days, Baiju's was indeed a huge job generator for people in smaller cities and towns because it was offering remote work. And unfortunately, that is what has made its employees unhirable now. According to Karthik Mandeville, the founder of HR technology startup called Springworks, most companies now want their employees to at least be in the office once or twice a week. But say for someone who wants to continue working from a small town like Raipur, the options are very limited. Then there is also the problem of perception. Vivek Mehta, the director at ABC Consultants, told us that when getting hiring mandates, certain companies have specifically told them not to look at Baiju's employees because they are concerned about their ethics. People from Baiju's are not seen as coming from a great company or organization. The perception is that they have been taking shortcuts to growth, shown inflated sales. And they think now this is exactly what is coming to bite Baiju's employees. It is not universal, but it has made recruiters cautious. If you remember, Baiju's has already been pulled up for unethical selling practices by the National Commission of Protection of Child Rights. Its super aggressive sales strategy backfired on it in the long term. A former business manager from Bangalore told us that BDAs or Business Development Associates would book courses in the name of their relatives or friends by paying an initial deposit of 5,000 rupees. There was a 15-day refund period and they knew very well how to do it. For example, they would show a sale of 1 lakh rupees, but actually there was no sale. Meanwhile, those who have managed to stick around, what is going on with them? Coming up next... For employees who are still working at the edtech giant, every single day is a challenge. After the layoffs in March this year, the company not only stopped giving incentives, but also asked its teachers to take on more responsibilities, 
things like parent-teacher meetings, with each session lasting up to 20 minutes. A physics teacher with Baiju's told the Ken, and I'm quoting, we did five hours of live classes daily, four to six PTMs or parent-teacher meetings, paper corrections, and reviewed other tutors' lectures. Sometimes we worked for over 10 hours a day. End quote. For others, the absence of work made them restless. A senior resource in Baiju's product communications team from Delhi told us that their manager changed three times in the last seven months. He said earlier there was quite a lot of work, but after cost-cutting, market spending got cut. So they nearly stopped performance marketing. Since then, they had barely anything to do. Plus, they had to deal with the uncertainty about job security. Basically, it led to a lot of stress amongst employees. And that is not all. The employees also had angry parents to deal with. A former business development associate who worked with Baiju's for over three years shared a video with the Ken. And it showed parents demanding a refund from them. They called the police to a tuition centre in Jodhpur, Rajasthan. Though the Ken could not verify the exact date of the incident, the video clearly shows agitated parents, employees and the police. All of this is a lot. And I'm sure you can see how this intense pressure to push growth that ultimately fell on Baiju's employees has ended up becoming the source of many of its troubles. Like I said in an earlier episode of Daybreak, in the words of Bob Dylan, the carpet too is moving under you, Baiju's. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien.